Let's open our Bibles in 2 Corinthians and let's read together as you remain standing, as you're able. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Verses 1 to 6. We're continuing in our series on 2 Corinthians, and today's text is 2 Corinthians 3, verses 1 through 6. This is God's word. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again, or do we need, as some do, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter of recommendation written on our hearts to be known and read by all. And you show that you are a letter from Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Such is the confidence that we have through Christ toward God. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God, who has made us competent to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Our sufficiency is from God. That is why we're going to pray so he can help us this evening. God, be with us today that you will speak to us and will listen. That you are everything in our lives. That we need you. That you only deserve the glory. In Jesus we pray. Amen. You may be seated. After graduating college in Honduras and civil engineering school, I wanted to work in a construction company that was owned by the son of the president of the Republic of Honduras. It was a company that had a really good reputation and the owner, the son of the president, also had a very good reputation for the way he managed his company. And one of my friends knew the head of this company, and he recommended me, and I had a short interview with him, and soon after that, I was working in that company. So I got to meet the president's son. And he was a humble man. He was very smart. And it was great. But my friend's recommendation was a great part of that connection and my introduction to a really good place that to this day I remember with, with joy. as a good experience. Now what if we needed a recommendation for heaven. What if the interview was before God? Do you know a friend that has enough influence to recommend you before the creator of 
heaven and earth? Or would you present yourself before God with your own resume? Today from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, we will learn that we are not sufficient in ourselves, but by the writing of Christ in our hearts. We are not sufficient in ourselves, but by the writing of Christ in our hearts. And we'll affirm that in our text with three movements that will show us that God is the source of our commendation. God is the source of our confidence, and God is the source of our competence. So God is the source of our commendation, confidence, and our competence. Verse 1 says, are we beginning to commend ourselves again, or do we need a some do letters of recommendation to you or from you? Well, the answer to those questions that Paul is asking is no. God commended us already, says Paul. We do not need to be commended by anyone, and we do not need letters of recommendation from anyone. God is the source of our commendation. Our commendation is not from ourselves, but from God. Command is to appear as suitable for approval or acceptance. This text has two layers of commendation. First, how can Apostle Paul appear before the Corinthians as an approved minister of the gospel? And second, how can Apostle Paul appear as a good enough before God? In chapter 2, verses 16 and 17, Paul asks a similar question, and he says, who is sufficient to be a minister of the gospel? And he continues, he says, unlike so many, we do not sell the word of God for profit, but we speak in Christ before God with sincerity as commissioned by God. There were some in the context of 2 Corinthians, self-proclaimed apostles that were writing and bringing letters of recommendation to show the legitimacy of their ministry. These were false apostles because they were not commended by God. They preached a message of commendation based on works of the law. And they preached for dishonest gain, if we see the context of 2 Corinthians. Now, letters of recommendation, let's talk about how these work contextually, were not evil in themselves. Actually, Paul used letters of recommendation to commend Timothy, Titus, Phoebe, Epaphroditus, and letter, the letter to Philemon, which is just one chapter, 
is to commend Onesimus, who was escaping from uh, Philemon, who came to faith under the ministry of Apostle Paul. And Onesimus comes back with this letter of recommendation to uh, Onesimus. So letters of recommendation are, were used very similarly in the way that we use them today. But the self-proclaimed apostles were abusing of their influence and misleading people toward a false teaching. They used letters of recommendation from men to prove their authority and calling from God. So the self-proclaimed apostles bring letters of recommendation written with ordinary ink on ordinary paper. These false apostles proclaim the same message that they practice, that their commendation before God is based on self-commendation. They preach that to be commended before God, they must follow the law written on tablets of stone. Justification before God is based on complete obedience to the law. And to this, Paul says in a different letter, by works of the law, no one will be justified. We must be clear that this is false teaching from these self-proclaimed apostles. They are not coming from God. Now, in the same way that the self-commendation of these false apostles is invalid, their message of self-righteousness is also invalid and it's impossible to achieve. No one can come before God declaring himself to be good Actually, Jesus said, no one is good except God. To commend ourselves as good before God is to say that we are without sin, like he is. And John says, if you say that you have no sin, you're a liar. Now, the other option would be to bring letters of recommendation from someone else and the false apostles brought letters written by other men as commendation of their ministry. They want to commend themselves and their ministry of their spiritual things with human references. That commendation is not valid before the church and is not valid before God. But in verses 2 and 3, Paul has a greater recommendation. The metaphor the Apostle Paul uses in verses 2 and 3 is that the Corinthians are the letter written by Christ with the ink of the Spirit on the tablets of their hearts. That is the recommendation he has from God to affirm that he is a minister of the gospel. In verse 2, Paul says, you yourselves are our letter of recommendation written on our hearts. Paul preached the gospel initially to the Corinthians, and they came to faith in Jesus under his ministry, and a church was plant, planted in Corinth 
under the ministry of Apostle Paul. They were living in idolatry and immorality, and God made a miracle in this city and transformed a group of people, and they were worshiping the true God. Now, this is just possible under the work of God. So verse 3 says that Christ is the author of this letter. He wrote in the Corinthians' hearts with the ink of the Spirit of God. And Paul alludes in verse 3 to the prophecies of Ezekiel and Jeremiah. Verse 3 says, And you show that you are a letter from Christ, delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. And Ezekiel chapter 11 says, And I will give them one heart and a new spirit I will put within them. I will remove the heart of stone from their flesh and give them a heart of flesh that they may walk in my statutes and keep my rules and obey them. And they shall be my people and I will be their God. That is fulfilled here in 2 Corinthians. The Corinthians are the letter of Christ that is known, says the text, and read by all. The Corinthians are showing evidently that they have been spiritually transformed. They obey God's law not to commend themselves before God, but because they have been commended by God. The Corinthians have the spirit of the living God dwelling in them. Their hearts of stone have been replaced by hearts of flesh and written with the spirit of God. Call it church, the church of Christ. We are as well letters that Christ wrote with the Spirit of God if we believe in Him. The Spirit of God dwells in us and we are not under the law. However, the result of our spiritual transformation is obedience to God's Word. We are the letters of Christ written by Christ, known and read by all. Pastors, how can we be commended as ministers of the gospel? The answer is by the writing of Christ in his church. Because the word we preach leaves the seal of the spirit of the living God in the hearts of his people. The preaching of his word, even this evening as I'm speaking, as I'm preaching the word, I trust that God is transforming the hearts of his people to love him more and to obey him. Church, how do we commend ourselves before God? It is 
through the miracle that Jesus did in our hearts. He changed our hearts of stone for hearts of flesh where the spirit of the living God dwells permanently. This commendation is our confident. And that is what Paul says in verse 4. God is the source of our confidence. The result of Christ's writing in our hearts with the spirit of the living God is confidence toward God. Verse 4 says, such is the confidence that we have through Christ toward God. When Moses came back with the law with, uh, written on tablets of stone, with the finger of God, his ministry was confirmed. But the people of Israel were unable to obey this law. In fact, the first time that Moses came with God's commandments in, in his hands, the people of Israel gave themselves themselves into idolatry. They were worshiping a golden calf. And Moses' anger, says the book of Exodus, burned hot. And he threw the tablets out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the mountain. The Israelites had no access to God. They were unable to go near the mountain where God was appearing himself to Moses. And they were unable to obey God's law. They broke God's law. Moses fulfilled his ministry. He demonstrated that we are unable to come with confidence before God on the basis of obedience to the law. That was his ministry. But then God confirms Paul's ministry through the writing of Christ in the hearts of the Corinthians. This gives Paul and the Corinthians confidence to come toward God in a way that the people of Israel couldn't. It seems then that the ministry that Apostle Paul has is superior than one that Moses had. The people of Israel could not even come close to the Mount Sinai, but the Corinthians and us today can come toward God with confidence. So, the Corinthians' spiritual transformation confirms not just the ministry of Apostle Paul, but the ministry of Christ himself. This ministry was announced by the prophets and was fulfilled when Jesus Christ came to the world He died on the cross, 
He resurrected again. He went to the Father, and his ministry continues when he sends the Spirit of God to dwell in our hearts. To all of those who receive the ministry of Jesus. Jesus said, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. The work of the Holy Spirit of Christ in our hearts not just confirms the ministry of Paul through the Corinthians and us, but confirms the work of Jesus. He brought a new covenant of eternal life for those who believe in him. Now let me speak of those who this evening are not confident toward God. If you don't feel today confident before God, if you are not certain that you have a personal relationship with God, let me tell you that according to our text, you may have confidence today before God through the ministry of Jesus Christ. It is not like the self-confidence that the apostles, false apostles had. They thought that they could come before God over their own works. But you can have a personal relationship with God through faith alone in Christ alone. And we, those who believe, are confident then toward God. Now this confidence, you might be thinking, sounds very prideful. But Paul, the Apostle Paul, has no desire to boast about his accomplishments as an apostle. And in verses five and six, he states that God is the source of his competence. He says his efficiency or competence comes from God and not from himself. Now, sufficiency or competence refers to the ability that Apostle Paul has to do his ministry. It is the quality of being qualified as adequate for this task. On the other side, the self-competent apostles boasted in their accomplishments. They might think of their competence as a price to be earned with hard work. They were ministers of the letter that kills They preach self-competence based on the ability to obey the law. However, the law shows man and woman their incapacity to meet God's standard. For all who rely on works of the law are under curse, for it is written, Cursed be everyone who does not abide by all things written 
in the book of the law and do them. And 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5 says the opposite. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God. Paul says that they are not sufficient or competent in themselves, but that their competence is from God. There is no boasting in our salvation. And there is no boasting in our ministry of the word. God is the source of our competence. If we believe in the gospel, it is because God opened our eyes to see and changed our hearts to believe. If we preach the word, the gospel, it is because God equipped us. He gave us time to prepare and to pray. He gave us the desire to work over the text and the passion to deliver the word that he spoke to us. He gave us his spirit. That speaks to his people. In ways. That we can comprehend. There is no boasting in the ministry of God's word because God is the source of it. And in the same way, there's no boasting in our salvation either. It is not by works says Ephesians 2, 9, so that no one may boast. We didn't come to faith in Jesus because we were intellectually competent in ourselves. Not because we were humble enough or because we grew up in the right kind of family or in the right town. Our salvation comes from God. Our competence comes from Him. Verse 6 says, Who has made us God, has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Paul says that God made them competence, him and his companions, of a new covenant. Not the covenant of the letter, but the covenant of the Spirit. That new covenant that came through Christ. It is the covenant of his blood. And our Lord Jesus had the Last Supper with his disciples before knowing 
consciously that he was going to die, he said, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Paul says, We are ministers of this new covenant in the blood of Jesus, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. The ministry of the old covenant kills, for that one brings death, since our nature is contrary to the law. The law is not bad. There's nothing bad with the law. We are the ones that are broken. It is our sinful nature that goes against the perfect God, law of God. That is why we die if we are under the law. But the new covenant in the blood of Jesus that forgives sins gives us eternal life through the spirit of the living God. The letter kills, but the spirit gives life. The self-competent apostles are condemned to death penalty for they put themselves under the rule of the law. But the apostle Paul and his companions are ministers of the new covenant and competent to preach a gospel that gives the spirit of eternal life. I hope that I sound competent to you this evening. After I met the Honduran president's son, I wonder if I could meet the president himself, his father. Maybe the president's son, his name was Jose Ascona, is Jose Ascona, would recommend, recommend me before his dad. And I would have the chance to meet one of the most important persons in Honduras. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> and I am okay with it. I don't really need to meet the president of any country, and I am not pursuing to meet anyone that is famous before the standards of this world because I know the son of the most important person in the universe. And he has written a letter of recommendation with his spirit in my heart and in those hearts of those who believe. So we are commended, we are confident, and we are competent before God by the writing of Christ in our hearts. Praise be to God. Let's pray. Oh God, you are so gracious. We do not deserve this gift. It's not by works, and we do not boast. It is a gift that we receive by your grace.
Praise be to you. In Jesus' name, amen.